Welcome to the Inclusion and Progress podcast, where we give you the ideas, actions, and insights to help you build more equity at your workplace and in the world at large. I'm your host, Kay Fabella, international expert on diversity, equity, and inclusion, a Filipino-American living in Spain, and your guide in navigating this DEI journey. Having worked with teams at companies such as Philips, the IMF, Red Hat, PepsiCo, and more, I know firsthand that the work of inclusion only works when everyone has a seat at the table. Regardless of your personal entry point into this conversation, your race, ethnicity, gender, ability, age, sexual orientation, country of origin, or educational background, we all have a role to play in creating inclusion for all. And it starts with us having conversations we need to create the change we wish to see. So let's dive into today's episode. Over the next few episodes of the show, we'll be highlighting the clients who've partnered with our company, Inclusion in Progress, on implementing diversity, equity, and inclusion strategies in their organizations. Today's episode, we'll be talking to Paul Barber, current Vice President of Human Resources at ListTrack, a tech company that provides customer engagement and data solutions to the e-commerce and retail industries. Prior to joining ListTrack, Paul's 30-year career included organizational development, DEI and HR support for retail, commercial banking, financial services, and even for a local school district. With the challenging talent engagement and retention environment that SaaS organizations are experiencing at the time of this episode, Paul and his team at ListTrack introduced unique employee benefits and services, including parental leave, open time off, and premium free employee medical. He's overseen the establishment of consistent employee engagement surveys, which served as the foundation for ListTrack's understanding of employee experience in their rapidly changing work environment. He partnered with Inclusion in Progress back in 2021 to be able to address the needs of their people in the DEI work with the data that we've provided. In addition to his work in supporting people and organizations, Paul's also active in his community as a coach for cross-country, track, baseball, soccer, and basketball, while serving on board and leadership roles related to youth athletics, music, and the performing arts. Paul is not only one of our client partners, but a friend of this podcast and Team IIP as well. We're excited to share how we met and dive into his story with you. Hello, Paul. Thank you so much for coming on to Inclusion in Progress today. Hello, Kay. You're welcome. I really appreciate it. And obviously, we were chatting a little bit before we hit record, but we're super excited to not just feature your story and your experience and your wisdom, but also just share a little bit more about your journey and how we got to meet and connect and what we've learned along the way together. Sounds great. Awesome. We always like to ask folks how they got into, call it DEI, DEIB, or equity and inclusion work. How did you land in the role that you are today? And what has your journey been like? Well, my journey in DEI started back in the early 90s, believe it or not. I was the recruiter and had started to work in an organization that was having some challenges around recruiting people from diverse backgrounds, particularly around race. And I was able to start relationships with some of the organizations in the community I was working in to aid in that effort. 
And the organization I was with noticed that, and I was asked to participate in a number of different diversity initiatives in that organization, eventually leading to some train-the-trainer, working with external consultants, and then becoming an internal consultant myself, where I was able to participate and actually facilitate three and five workshops. I was a facilitator for a diversity leadership team, eventually ended up as the lead internal consultant for a diversity council for a large chunk of the organization. Learned a lot in that process, so much internal reflection and understanding who I was as a white guy in in a fairly decent leadership position in the work. It was great to get to know that and great to be able to utilize that as a part of other people's learning in the organization I was in at that time. From there, I moved on to a smaller regional organization in the financial services industry. And there I was able to integrate a lot of what I had learned from a diversity perspective into actual HR processes, ranging from how we did recruiting and talent acquisition to how we handled mergers and acquisitions in that organization including selection process for mergers and acquisitions, those kind of things. So really enjoyed that. Moved on from there to work in a public school district and uh, got to work with a labor union in that environment. And again, able to utilize the skills I had learned from a DEI perspective in a very different environment from a labor perspective. After that experience, I landed at Listrack. I've been here for about seven and a half years and have done some of the same things in terms of integrating DEI actually with the core values that we have as an organization. Great set of core values that really focuses on people, both customers and employees. One of our core values is doing the right thing for both of those constituents. Very good match and very easy for me to continue the work that I had done in other organizations around policy procedure, that kind of stuff. That's kind of how I got to where I'm at now. Hopefully I can continue to do that work here for a long time. I love that, Paul. And it's like you're a dream guest for us to have on the show because you've literally been on every side of the DEI conversation. You've been internal, you've been external, you've seen different industries and how the conversation has been shaped over time. So we're really thrilled to have you share your experience with us today. Awesome. Awesome. So tell me a bit, because you and I first connected through, I believe it was the podcast. Hey, look, it comes full circle. (laughs) You're based back in the US where I'm originally from. I'm Mm -hmm. currently based in Spain. We have yet to physically meet, which I hope that changes soon. But I know that being on the side now of having seen what an internal consulting role looks like, having been an external consultant yourself, when we talk about this idea of hiring an external partner, an external contractor for DEI, what have you gained from partnering with external contractors, whether it was us or other folks that you've hired in your current role at ListTrack or in previous organizations? Two things. First one is perspective. As an internal consultant and as an internal leader of human resources, it's easy to get wrapped up in what is going on in the organization at the time and get wrapped into the sort of viewpoints of the organization. Having an external consultant, someone like you, to provide a different perspective and some insight into why something might be happening that we're not able to explain given our own perspective has been super helpful. And that goes all the way back to my earliest days in doing work around diversity. It's just hard to see. When you're in the sea, it's hard to see the sea around you. So that's been the number one thing. 
The second thing, honestly, is validation. And I don't mean that personally. I mean that from the perspective of there is work to do around diversity, equity, and inclusion in every organization. Having an external person validate why that is, is useful and helpful in in my case in going to senior management or going to the finance department to get support for activities that we want to fund. The place that it showed up for me in working with UK was really with the survey that you did prior to coming in and, and doing the keynote with our team. That survey was very enlightening in terms of what was going on in our organization, what was important to our people, especially at a time of great stress in the organization because we were not mm-hmm. really certain where we were headed with our remote and hybrid work situation. It was helpful to have an outside survey as opposed to the many, many internal surveys that we had done that were kind of showing the same thing over and over again. Some of you insights that you were able to to kind of point out for us. Yeah. And we're kind of glossing over the fact because now we just assume, oh, it's always been COVID. But we were also in the midst (laughs) of a pandemic when we first connected. So that's right. ListTrack at the time had never really imagined or thought about remote work or the possibility of teams working remotely. And so I think, like you said, it was this inflection point for the organization when we connected Mm -hmm. where you all were forced to work from home. And then when you were able to come back to the office, what did that mean? And so that was a really interesting point to observe and also advise on as you were going through that, which you held it together brilliantly. (laughs) Yeah, I look back and I'm not sure how all the time, but it panned out. So one of the things that I really appreciated was going into the work with UK. My assumption was that we were going to be dealing with issues around race and gender and perhaps sexual orientation and those kind of things. And when you got the survey back, you were like, it's really about how people are working together in in this new environment. I really appreciated your willingness to look at the full picture, not just what I assumed your specialty was, if that makes sense. You really looked at the data that you gathered from our organization and came back with a solid recommendation that made sense for where we were at that time. One of the first things I learned was you have to meet people where they're at in this work. That was something that you very clearly demonstrated to to me at at that point. Coming from somebody who is also an experienced facilitator and trainer, we really appreciate that feedback. So thank you, Paul. (laughs) I also wanted to highlight as well in terms of specific outcomes that you all have received. You've not only been able to make hybrid work for ListTrack where it's at, but you've also managed to hire internationally, which, as you know, Inclusion and Progress is a huge fan of as a team. You manage to not just keep your people, but you're really listening to to what it is that they want and taking those recommendations and implementing that. So that's also encouraging from an external perspective to see once you've done the work or given your observations and done your studies. Were there any other specific results that you saw either during or after the work that we did together? I don't know that I've said this to you before, but you had a huge impact on our L&D manager, Ashley, in terms of your presence, the way that you delivered information, and her growth from a DEI perspective as an internal consultant and practitioner. Unfortunately, Ashley's not here anymore at ListTrack, but Mm -hmm. the growth that I saw in her over the time that she was working with you was amazing. That was a huge bonus to me that I wasn't 
really anticipating. I, I think your your influence on her was great. The second thing was was growth for me. You helped me explore what was really going on in the organization. As I said before, that external perspective that you had reminded me how important it is to focus on all the dimensions of diversity that are out there, not just the ones that typically fall under the the DEIB, meaning race, gender, sexual orientation. The other thing is I think you you helped me help our CEO understand that there is work to do in DEI in our organization. Love our core values and all those kind of things, but we need to continue to focus on them. We need to continue to build on them. Your conversations with our CEO were super helpful in reminding him of that and kind of opening his eyes to that. I love that. And obviously, shout out to Ashley, who I know is no longer with List Track, but she was an amazing person to work with and is kind of the unseen person here who would be present in this interview as well. It's been really wonderful to just see how you all are not just continuing to implement the recommendations we've given, but really seeing that it's not just a policy and procedure change, it's a behavior change and a commitment to that through the organization to live the values you already had. So I'm really excited to see what comes next. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) I know we've kind of talked about it a little bit already, but as somebody who like us has also been an external contractor, has been a facilitator, a partner, and now is on the other side in-house leading this work for an organization, what are the benefits for somebody who's listening to this, who is maybe an in-house DEI or HR role and is considering partnering with an external contractor or a consultancy like ourselves? What are the things that you've learned along the way that have maybe given a little bit of insight into how people can actually benefit from that partnership together? Because I know at the time of this recording, everybody's holding their budgets a little bit, Um, (laughs) which I completely understand. And it's the circumstances we're in, there's ebbs and flows. But it's also, I think, important to address the fact that this is an ongoing conversation and the ways that we can help anyone who's listening who might be needing to convince an internal stakeholder or is preparing their budget for the next year. What would you say to them in terms of whether it's hiring an external consultancy or specific practitioner? How would you approach that conversation? I think some of the things that I found important in the work that we did together, Kay, were the ability to take the experience that you have had, the data that you were able to gather from our folk, as well as sort of the internal perspective that Ashley and I both shared with you to kind of reach a diagnosis and figure out what do we actually need to do. I know in our case, we had that all figured out. And then that changed when we got to the point of having a conversation with our with our senior leaders. That was super helpful insight. And I don't think we would have gotten there without the conversation that we had together. That's one thing. I also think that, again, having the survey that you did come from outside the organization provided a whole lot of space for our folks to be honest in their assessment and how they were feeling that I don't think they felt prior to that having completed internal surveys with us. Those are two of the things that I think were of great value to our team. The other thing I would say, Kay, is that, again, I can't remember if I told you this or not, but when you did the keynote with the whole organization, it was probably the largest virtual gathering of list track folks that we had ever had. Oh, wow. Even through the pandemic, we had lots of all team calls and all that kind of stuff, but the participation on that call was huge. And I think it was a way to bring our whole team together with one event, one message that was powerful. So thank you for that. Oh, of course. And 
I like to joke when I'm talking to to people about hiring an external consultancy or partnering with somebody outside of their organization that it's almost like we'll take on the role of like the cool aunt that comes into town every so often who, you know, you just on your best behavior for (laughs) being able to play off of the internal knowledge that say, for example, you and Ashley had in the organization while still being able to come in and say, hey, we're here in your best interest. And we're doing this because your organization is clearly showing commitment to do right and get better. It ended up being a really, I think, powerful win-win in the way that it was positioned, it sounds like. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. As somebody who, as you said, you'd like to continue doing this work for as long as you can, and you're clearly very passionate about it, I can speak from personal experience. (laughs) If somebody is listening to this, because we also get a lot of emails from listeners who are aspiring practitioners or people who are looking to get into, whether it's company culture works uh, more broadly or DEI work more specifically, as somebody who has seen maybe even more versions of this conversation than I have at this point, what would your number one piece of advice be for them if they're listening? Well, actually, I have three. So hopefully that's okay. But my number oh, that's one perfect. Is, my, my number one is always remember it's a journey. It's not just HR's journey. It's an organizational journey. And it is a journey, right? I mean, there is never a stopping point. There's always more to learn. So that's number one. The second one is that CEO and the leadership have to be the lead for any diversity work in an organization. HR is a huge part of supporting and leadership needs to lead around this topic. I think that's one of the things that I learned from the work that you did with SK is that has to be there. The third thing is that I think external partners are key to getting accurate data and really developing an impactful program. It goes to the diagnosis that I talked about before and coming up with solutions that I probably wouldn't think about because I'm too wrapped up in what's going on day to day in the organization. Having an external partner to support the work is critical. Thank you so much, Paul. And we'll be sure to leave any links and anywhere folks can find you in the show notes of the episode. But would you like to leave any parting calls to action for our listeners if they want to get in touch with you, learn more about your work? Yeah, I would say if you're interested in knowing what we've done at List Track and if you're looking for advice, I'm on LinkedIn. Happy to follow up on LinkedIn messages, that kind of thing. I'm more than willing to talk about what we've done. Amazing. And may the work continue and may hopefully our paths actually physically cross one day soon, Paul. (laughs) It's been three years. I think it's time, don't you? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. For sure. (laughs) Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast with us today, Paul. We really appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you, Kay. So there you have it. That was Paul Barber, the Vice President of Human Resources at ListTrack, one of our esteemed client partners and friends. And as always, if you'd like to learn more about how you can partner with our team at Inclusion and Progress to deliver strategic guidance on diversity, equity, and inclusion for your team or company, to create greater psychological safety, inclusion, and innovation, head to the link in the show notes, or you can always email us at info at inclusionandprogress.com to schedule a no-pressure consultation with our team. If you're listening to this in real time, we are wrapping up 2023 And we really appreciate your continued support for the show, for our team, and all the hard work that goes into these episodes. On behalf of Team IIP, thank you so much for tuning in, wishing you a restful holiday season and a start to 2024. We'll see you in the next episode.